by track i'm your host darren and today we're going to be talking about illusion coma pimp and Pazand circumstance from musicology recorded in 2003 at paisley park and released on the 27th of march 2004 and the track it is just prince uh the song is four minutes 46 and joining me to talk about today is christy norman hello christy hello it's a delight to be back in terms of like a genre um i don't know i like i I, I I would say that this is like a party song. Yeah. Um, although the th- the weird thing is Prince seems to be very critical of whoever these people are that are going to this party that he's talking about. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's like a, it's this weird kind of like upbeat kind of pop song that is criticizing people who would want to attend this party that Prince is throwing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're just you know, it was interesting because he's kind of open minded about this sort of unusual relationship that these people, these characters in this song have, but at the same time, he's not very kind to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I did. This is, I I feel like the title kind of gives it away because it's like this whole kind of like illusion, coma, pimp and circumstance. Yeah. Um, You know, and on the, on the booklet, obviously Prince went for the Ampersand because I, I feel like, you know, if you'd have thought two more letters was probably too many to make this. I think this might <laughs> be really, the longest title it's a, uh, that Prince has got. You know, apart from maybe something like um, 17 Days, which obviously has the whole, you know, when the rain comes down, or like in in, in kind of parentheses. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is just the longest kind of normal title that Prince has. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the kind of the different parts of it. You know, he tells us that this is a story of illusion, pimp, uh, coma, pimp and circumstance. I always wanted to say pimp and co- pimp and comb with the other way around uh-huh. <laughs> um but you know he he kind of describes the different people who are um gonna come to this party uh where because he does say you know why go to a party somewhere else when you could party at my place and then all the people who show up he basically spends just criticizing um and you know the kind of the, the the chorus line is this whole like you know who who's pimping who yeah you know which which I, I think is kind of like a really interesting kind of throwback like I don't feel like at this point in the two thousands people were saying pimping yeah um, no not really in the, but... in the way that Prince is talking about um, no but know, it's... maybe maybe in some rap songs yeah it's a, well it's a mutually user relationship they're using one another there's no. There's a definite symbiosis here. There's no, like, somebody's being taken advantage of. They're equally taking advantage of one another. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, which I think is, you know, Prince's, I don't know, I guess it's maybe a, a cynical view of things. <laughs> of like, people are only going to this party because they know that this person will help them with this. And that other person is only helping that person because they want to get this other thing. Right. And so, you know, that that is the picture that Prince is kind of painting here of, like, well, they're both exploiting each other to get what they want. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, who's in the right or who's in the wrong? It doesn't really matter. No, because, not really. You know, that they're, they're both they're both as terrible as each other seems to be Prince's <laughs> judgment throughout this song. They deserve each other. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but we we kind of we open with, unusually with the actual kind of chorus, which is you know uh, she knew which fork to use, but she couldn't dance, so she hipped into the funk in exchange for the finance, which is probably one of my favorite lines. Uh, on this it's album. super fun. Um, yes. Yeah. Um. You know, and then uh, you know who's pimping who if nobody gets a second chance. This is a story of illusion, coma, pimp, and circumstance, which is a mouthful of a title. Um, you know, but I guess like, I don't know. I mean, the illusion part, I guess, is the idea that they're, you know, they're using each other, but they're pretending they aren't using each other. Maybe that's the illusion he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, or they're trying um, to have an illusion to whomever's looking at this relationship from the outside. They both kind of want yeah. people to believe that they're legitimately in a relationship and that's not really the case. No, no, no. <laughs> and then I guess I, I mean I guess the the kind of the pimp part kind of is explanatory, and obviously the circumstance is just the idea that these two people are in you know a position where they can exploit each other, right? Um, but the coma the coma part has always kind of puzzled me for these entire, yeah you and <laughs> for me these both. last fourteen years yeah like it's the, it's the part that I don't I think you know any any other kind of one syllable word would have fitted in the title. And I don't know that he ever fully explains what the coma part is, unless he's saying that these people are kind of like, um, I don't know, kind of sleepwalking through this. And yeah, maybe, but I was going to say maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe they're kind of like uh, just they're kind of taking a little break from their quote unquote real lives because they're spending time in this relationship that's not really a relationship. They're taking a break from looking for any other type of relationship because they're in this one that's not real. Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, so. it's, it's just one of those words where, like, the rest, the rest of the title seems fairly self-explanatory throughout the rest of the song, but just the, the insertion of coma just always... I don't know, it just always puzzles me a little bit because I don't feel that Prince ever... Like, everything else in the song he really kind of drills down into, but he just never kind of explains coma um, to, to the point that he does, you know. And, you know, he tell each each of the kind of, um, you know, the verses kind of tell these stories where, you know, he, he right. says, you know, she was older but rich beyond compare. She'd drop $1,000 at the saloon just to get her hair did, which, again... It is like a wonderful kind of <laughs> way to phrase that, uh, you know, and he was good at comments better in the bunk, which I I, yeah. I I like because he's setting it up for the she laced him with a crib in Paris. He hipped her to the funk. So, um, yeah, and this is the unusual position of, you know, an older woman with a toy boy, uh, which, you know, is, yeah. is, I you know, when you listen to the kind of chorus, you think to yourself, oh, well, it's going to be an older man with a younger woman but prince you know he manages mm -hmm. to turn that on its head straight away and uh you know he goes with the kind of the lesser explored option of of an older woman which you know considering considering that i i guess maybe if he'd done the other way around people might have thought he was talking about himself and maybe that's why he, right. he avoided that that's fair um you know yeah. obviously he was known for having wives that were you know significantly younger than himself so maybe he just wanted to avoid that comparison being drawn but at the same time i do like the idea that um, the exchange of having a, a crib in Paris is being hipped to the funk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that doesn't seem like a fair exchange to me. Like, you know, I, I mean, well, if I was going to put someone up yeah, in a, a crib in Paris, I feel like someone just being like, oh, yeah, these are the latest songs and these are why they're great. Oh, I was the and I didn't think oh. that, that was it at all. I think it was more like he was there to be her arm candy at whatever event that she's going to and she has more money than she knows what to do with yeah i um, well i mean so. he, i mean obviously in the next verse he does say 
um, you know, uh, way too, way too fine he was for her. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and then there's the dirty dog and expensive furs. And I'm trying to figure out who he's talking about. Yeah. Because I can see her being unattractive, but in nice clothing and that being the dirty dog and expensive furs. Or I can see him as somebody taking advantage of her and, che- you know, cheating on her as much as one can cheat on somebody in this sort of relationship, uh, but still taking the expensive clothes from her. So I don't know who he's talking about. It could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it, like aside from this whole, whole, you know, he was way too fine. Yeah. The next couple of like, like that line doesn't really let you know which one of them is the dirty dog. Um, no, I guess if they're in this kind of illusion, it really doesn't matter because you know, it's, it's, yeah. they're merely kind of play acting at a relationship. So it's like, well, if either one of them's dirty, it doesn't really make any difference to the other. Um, but I do, I do. <laughs> They're both dirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do like the phrase where he says, as long as she's providing chips and whips, we can do this funky thing. Um, oh. As long as she was playing the host, he figured he'd make the most of them hips and lips. And I like the fact that this, like the structure of these, uh, these kind of verses, which Prince is, he's not really singing. He's kind of talk singing a little bit. But I do like the fact mm-hmm. that he holds the rhyme of chips and whips and it takes a few lines before it comes back to hips and lips. Like, yeah, and the fact that he doesn't just rhyme. It's not immediate. With lips, he has both of them paired up with the chips and whips, hips and lips. Like it just, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's one of the nice little touches that I like in this song. Um, you know, yeah. of course, and he hooked her up and rocked her coast to coast. So, I mean, unusually for, you know, Prince, um, you know, kind of post Jehovah's Witness, this song like the whole kind of better in the bunk and this, you know, rock to coast to coast. And I guess if you want hip to the funk could possibly be um, some kind of uh, yeah. something going on there. So I, and you know, we could do this funky thing. So this is, I don't know, this is probably one of the more kind of sexual songs that he's done since his conversion. Agreed. But at the same time, I feel like he's only doing that because he's talking about how terrible these people are. <laughs> so, and so, and so this is kind of, I mean, he even says, you know, so ugly, rich beyond compare. She dropped a couple of thousand, you know, like that, that kind of the whole, you know, and uh, you know, she, she got to, you know, uh, a couple of hundred thousand dollar and a silver whip just to match the color of her hair. So like, uh-huh. idea, okay. So uh, yes. funny thing until I was doing a little research to come record this with you. I really thought she had a very expensive BDSM interest. <laughs> I didn't realize that whips were cars. Yeah. So if anybody else is out there, whips are cars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, I, again, like the extravagance of like buying again, he's, he's again, he's referencing her age by saying that her hair is white and that's why right. she's bought this car to match the color of her hair. Um, you know, and of course, the I mean, this is probably the weirdest line to hear from Prince where he says, um, he goes, she said, I got plenty of what you need. But then the fact that Prince delivers the lines, put down the spoon, honey, come on, let mama feed. The fact that <laughs> Prince so is funny. saying to you, let mama feed it. I don't know. It's always one of those lines where it does kind of make me laugh because I'm like, it's just absurd <laughs> that Prince is kind of playing. Obviously, he's playing this older woman. But the fact that right. he says, let mama feed is like... <laughs> It's, I don't know, it's, it just makes me, it's kind of, it's just such a weird thing for him to do. Yeah, um, well, know. he does fun voice acting yeah. in this song. Yeah, it's <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, of course, we get the chorus. Um, but again, like, I don't know, it feels like Prince is d- dismissing the idea that the only thing, like, rich people know is which fork to use. Um, yeah. You know, and I have news for Prince. It's not that hard. You work, <laughs> you work from, like, the outside in. 
Like, I guess knowing where to place the forks probably would be and which, which knife to place, but they, they descend in size, so it's it's not that hard to figure out. So, well, yeah, but if you go to a fancy dinner, sometimes there's, like, forks and spoons and things up top of the dinner plate. Yeah, but and those, like, are, if those, you're... <laughs> those are always <laughs> I mean, for dessert. if you don't know. Anything that's at the top is always for dessert. Everything from the is side really? is, is, oh, for, we'll is for mains and, and starters. That's how that's how it works. It's it's really easy to know. But I like the prince okay. puts this as if it's like some kind of secret inside knowledge where he's like, she knew which fork to use. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's really not that hard, prince. Like, seriously, just buy a copy <laughs> of Debrett's and, and it'll tell you. You know, like, we've got the internet. At this point, it's 2004. You could have easily Googled it. Like This is also true. Yeah, you don't have to be stuck. But yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like as well how after the chorus Prince comes back in with like where was I, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as if yeah. he's forgotten where in this story he is, um, you know. Yeah. And we we find out that um, you know the person the 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 younger man who you know doesn't know which forks to use, um, he's a gentleman because he doesn't speak about this woman's prominent nose, um, and apparently it would it would it, it was so prominent it would glow in the dark. Um, yeah she was, <laughs> that was she cold was... cold <laughs> yeah. flow as in recent oh it's cold <laughs> yeah her name was doris as well like i i, I felt oh. like prince has picked like the perfect kind of you know uh, like the old name. lady name yeah 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 I, well and i i thought that too i'm like it's like the perfect old lady name so i started poking around and they uh, it is speculated that it's about doris duke who was a tobacco heiress and her Duke university is named for her father. And she had a lover named Joe Castro, who was 15 years, her junior, a Mexican Tejano man. So he had darker skin. He had something, a very, she was a very white lady that may have been inspired by their relationship. (laughs) Which yeah. didn't work out as well as the one in the song. Yeah. I, I mean, he. Did, yeah. it's funny because it's like the, the whole, the second verse does focus a lot on, you know, first of all, her nose, but then also, you know, how lily white she is and how pale she was. And, you know, so it's like. And as a lily white person myself, <laughs> like, it's okay. Yeah. It's not my fault that yeah. I go I, a little I, bit. <laughs> I think the thing is as well is as someone who himself, uh, you know, does not like going out in the sun, I will I will state this on the record. There is no such thing as a healthy tan. All you're doing no. is all you're doing is destroying your skin, um, you know, gradually. That's all that's all you're doing. You're not you know, there is no such thing as a healthy tan apart from maybe a spray tan. Um, and I feel like if spray tans were a big thing in 2004, maybe Prince would have had a line about that in here as well. <laughs> Um, you know, because it feels like he's taking shots all over. But yeah, the second verse is very much just running whoever Doris is down, like just talking about how pale she is and her nose. Um, and then, of course, we get to the, you know, money might talk, but what does it say? Uh, you better get busy if you want to get paid. <laughs> and then, of course, Prince <laughs> does a wonderful voice where he goes, boy, I was fine back in the day. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe he's meant to be Doris there. I don't know. but uh, Yes, yeah. I think he is. <laughs> and I wonder how accurate a memory Doris has, because I'm betting she was told she was prettier than she may have actually been because of her wealth. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you know, we get the, the verse again. Um, and Prince, again, he, he kind of, I mean, once he's landed on Doris, he then for the final verse, 
um, you know, he, he kind of, he, he really kind of sticks it in where he says, you know, he spent her money oh so well, take a bath in cold crystal. Uh, he took a, a trip to burn an old flame in Frisco like wow. But Doris caught him in his arms. She shrugged her shoulders and said no harm. Just put your name on this prenup and we can all hit the disco. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't care okay. if you're sleeping with somebody else. Yeah. Let's all go dance as long yeah. as you don't give her my money <laughs> yeah that i i think uh, kind of like that is probably the coldest line in the entire song where prince is like you know she doesn't really care about what what the actual situation of the you know the the relationship is obviously this illusion because basically right. so long as he doesn't get all of her money when she dies he's more than you know she's more than happy to kind of entertain this uh, right you know and uh, i i mean it's worth saying as well i mean i don't i mean you know obviously this you know the doris duke situation might have been the direct inspiration but i can't remember if it was around this time or maybe slightly a few years earlier but there was the whole thing with uh elizabeth taylor and her i don't know sixth seventh eighth husband yeah uh, who was you <laughs> yeah know, who was like in the a handyman in the early 90s i yeah, think yeah who was who was like substantial not just like 15 years but substantially younger than her um, so yeah. you know, and I guess I think also maybe I'm sure I remember something with Georges Gabor as well, but there was this idea of like wealthy socialites or you know kind of very rich women taking up with right. young men who were basically only there to you know look good um, and you know basically spend their money. Also, a bath of cristal that is, I mean, that's extravagant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know what what size of bath we're talking about here. Um, but you know, I'm guessing that like, uh, you know, Cristal per bottle is probably going to be fairly expensive. And how many bottles is it taking to fill a bath? That's probably, oh, you well, know. yeah, a literal bath or just dump it over your head or whatever. It's still <laughs> expensive either way. Yeah. So it, I, I don't know. It feels like that's that, like, that's probably like the, the most extravagant spending within this particular song anyway. Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I guess this whole kind of the, the idea of, yeah, who is pimping who? I mean, that is kind of what this song boils down <laughs> to. It's like, OK, yeah, I, you know, I guess if you're, you know, a, a, you know, a, a kind of a 60 year old heiress who's got tons of money and you have these attractive young men who are giving you attention, but it's only for the money. You know, who cares? <laughs> you know, right. you're still getting the attention. Um, right. I, and, the, and the thing is, even though Prince is f- like fairly kind of judgmental about this whole situation. Um, he doesn't explicitly say that, you know, it's bad or anything. It's just like, this is, this is how it is. You know, this is, yeah. you know, if you've got tons of money, people are going to, you know, kind of make their way towards you. Like, that's just what happens. Um, I'm right. guessing this is something he probably experienced himself a little bit in mm, terms I'm of, sure. you know, the fact that he did have a lot of money himself and maybe people were only around him for that money. Um, you know, which is probably why he, he, you know, when he converted, he probably just enjoyed knocking on people's doors because it was like... You know, people aren't people aren't going to be asking him for money. They're just going to be sitting there no. shocked in their living room that Prince is trying to hand them the watchtower. You know, for sure. Half you want to come in and tell me about your religion? Go ahead. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know. I feel like even though Prince is kind of painting this scene, I don't feel like he's really judging the people in it. Like you know, no, he's, he's kind of saying so like you know, she's rich, she's got lots of money. This guy doesn't really love her, but he's taken advantage of it. But it doesn't really matter because they're both taking advantage of each other. So, you mm-hmm. know, there you go. Like you say, who who is pimping who? And in uh, in this case, I don't think, it, you know, it's like, well, the guy gets a bit of money out of the situation. She gets the company. And at the end of the day, we hear Prince sing the words, let mama feed you. 
<laughs> which you know i feel like is a plus all round. so there's a lot of kind of lines in here like the whole chips and whips hips and lips like you yeah. know the whole kind of flow as in recent like you know right all there's there's a lot of kind of like really kind of interesting like when prince does like a story song which you know he used to do a lot more in the 80s i think in the kind of 90s and 2000s he kind of went away from them a little bit you know he always at least kind of even if the story isn't 100 percent clear as as to what's happening um he at least finds some interesting turns of phrase um yeah and you know it's fun yeah and i think kind of like the final line of you know just sign the prenup and we can do whatever you want you know, I yeah. think, <laughs> I think is yeah. like that's it. That's kind of the essential truth of this. Is it's like it doesn't matter how rich people are, uh, you know, and how much you want to try and take their money. Obviously, they're not going to let that happen. You know, that you know, I, at this point, we know at least that, that Doris is not some kind of doddering old fool who can't, you know, understand what's happening. So, you know, she's not. She's being no fully dummy. Yeah, no. like you know, yeah. If if this was a situation of someone who, um, you know, was being exploited or something, then you know, maybe it would be kind of. I don't know, more kind of, you'd feel maybe a bit more kind of sympathy, but as it is, you know, both of them are exploiting each other. So what's the harm? Um, you know, uh, I would say for me, um, I'm not, the thing is, I'm not a, a huge fan of whatever that noise is that opens the song, that kind of okay. like, I don't know if it's a bass or if it's a guitar, but that, that like the, the, the song kind of opens with Prince singing that kind of who's, who's pimping who thing, the whole kind of chorus over this kind of, I don't know, piano line or whatever it is. And I'm not a huge okay. fan of that. And I'm not, I'm mostly, I'm not a huge fan of production on this song. Um, but, you know, I still find it quite enjoyable, but I, not more than, I don't think I can go any higher really than like a three out of five. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm at a four. Yeah. And I only knocked it down one because he spent so much time really talking about how ugly she was and relating it to her looks rather than the obviously distasteful personality that she has yeah. maybe because she's so wealthy, but, and hasn't had to be nice to people, but that was the only thing that brought it down for me. I love this song. It's so much fun to learn all the words and it's funny. And I don't know that it would be something that I would play for somebody who wasn't already a Prince fan. Yeah. They might not get it. They might not get that. It's a fun sort of thing, but I think maybe also I'm the, the title is a bit of a mouthful as well for me. Like, yeah. And I always kind of struggle over the coma pimp part. Like, I always end up uh-huh. putting those the wrong way around. So, um, I don't know. I, I think there are other songs on this album that I, I think I enjoyed more when I got the album. And I think maybe that's... That, like, this is probably one of those songs where by the end of it, I was like, okay, like, I kind of get what he's talking about, but... You know, it was just kind of produced in a way that didn't kind of really hook me in. You know, whereas there are other Aww. songs on this album that, you know, are just easy five out of fives for me. So, you know, it feels, right. it feels harder to go higher than a three on this particular one. Um, That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> You can have your opinion. I'll allow it on your show. <laughs> so Prince performed it, you know, uh, kind of in 2003, 2004 on the, you know, on the tour that obviously accompanied Musicology. Um, and then uh-huh. after that point, he uh, didn't perform it again. <laughs> so, right. Uh, but I mean, that is something that becomes common of, you know, Prince's, uh, you know, Prince's kind of set list after this point. You know, it, it, once he gets onto the next tour, it's mostly about promoting the next album and right. you know, having like a kind of greatest hits. Um, you know, so I can't I can't imagine that, um, that you know, Illusion, Coma, Pimp and Circumstance would ever qualify as a greatest hit in Prince's mind. <laughs> um, you know, right. Uh, and, and also, again, I, I feel like 
like you say, there is a little bit of kind of judgment on her looks, which feels like it should really be more about the fact that, you know, she's a rich person. She's a despicable person. Yeah. Yeah. That like that should really be more of the focus. Like the fact that, you know, she's got lily white skin and, you know, and, you know, a nose that uh, is very prominent. It doesn't feel like those should should be things that Prince should be concentrating on. Um, right. You know, so, but, uh, you know, I feel like we said about as much as we can about Illusion, Coma, Pimp, sure. and Pazend circumstance. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug? Sure. I have a couple things. I uh, co-host a podcast called The Mountains and the Sea with my husband, Josh. Uh, we cover Prince albums and we look at the album and its supporting materials and videos and singles and related artists over the course of several episodes. We choose our high point, a mountain, and our low point, the sea. You can find us on Twitter at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast, The Mountains and the Sea, or you can find us on Facebook, The Mountains and the Sea of Prince podcast. If you're a true crime lover, uh, I have a podcast called Killer Fun, where we explore the intersection of crime and entertainment. And you can find us on Twitter at Killer Fun Pod. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Christy. Oh, my pleasure. And otherwise, just goodbye. watch all, all the cars go by.